Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do with Status Post Adulting. Hey Status Post Adulting fam, this is Sammy and Michelle and you're listening to the 55th episode of Status Post Adulting where we are talking about introversion and extroversion. But first, let me check in with my co-host, Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing great, Sammy. How are you? I'm doing really good. We are living in our new small town, and I'm really enjoying it. I started actually seeing patients at my job, finally. And it's been nice. Like, I can come home for lunch. I get out of work on time. I'm still on a ramp-up schedule, you know, so I don't want to jinx myself. But honestly, it's just been really peaceful and nice and I feel like I have like a good work-life balance which is what I've been wanting. What about you Michelle? I agree Sammy. It's been really nice. We had our first visitor. Our cousin Julie came. Did you? And got to live the small town life with us so that was really fun. We got to have little adventures and chill and catch up so it's been really nice and it's been nice because you can come home for lunch now which is such a luxury. It's Super nice to see you midday. It's true. And I have an update for you guys. You may recall from the how to budget episode, I said that I was a victim of fraud and I didn't notice for a long time because I was not being mindful of my finances. Turns out the situation is actually quite different. So my mom had actually asked me to put a charge on my card thinking I'd want the points. And of course I did. And so she put the charge on my card and paid me back. For some reason, I completely forgot about this whole encounter. And I saw a $3,000 charge on my card, and I was, like, very alarmed. And it was not until this past weekend when my mom was like, this company says that I didn't pay them, and Chase revoked the money that I gave them. And then I was like, oh, crap. Put all the puzzle pieces together and realized that the charge was not fraudulent. And yeah, so... Apologies to mom, apologies to this company, created a little bit of a mess because I thought I was being a victim of fraud. And really, I was just a victim of forgetfulness. So, yeah. (laughs) Happens to the best of us, Sam. Speaking about simple mistakes, Sammy, it was funny when my cousin was here in our little small town. You know, obviously, Sammy and I look a bit the same. Cousin looks the same as us as well. We're the only few Indian people here. We do anticipate at some point there will be some mix-ups. But it was really funny because my cousin and I were taking a walk around the neighborhood and one of our neighbors flagged me down. We waved, said hi, and she was like, oh, thank you so much for bringing a package to my door. I know it was delivered to you guys by accident because our addresses are similar. And I was like, oh, I didn't do that, but maybe my sister did. And then we all just stood there for a beat in silence and she looks at my cousin and she's like, well, did you? (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, sorry. That's not my sister. This is my cousin. My sister's at work right now, but I'll ask her later. So it was just funny. I could see how she was probably like, hello, why are you guys saying they're not answering anything that I'm saying? 
I do think the town suspects that we are multiplying and like a clone takeover <laughs> is happening. So every day, just another one of us comes into town. Oh, there's four of us now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun to get to know people as we spend a little bit more time in this town. So too, Michelle. And speaking of spending time with people, brings us to today's topic, which is introversion and extroversion. Michelle and I really wanted to talk about this because we feel like knowing where you are on the introversion extroversion spectrum and knowing where other people around you are really helps create an environment where everybody's needs are kind of getting met. Exactly, Sammy. And while there are a lot of details and definitions out there when it comes to introverts and extroverts, what we wanted to talk about is how introverts are people who really feel energized when they have some time by themselves. And extroverts are people who are energized when they're able to spend time with other people. That's exactly right, Michelle. And I would label myself as an ambervert. Maybe now in my life, I lean a little bit more introverted, but definitely somewhere kind of in the middle on that spectrum. And learning that about myself has been huge in knowing how to set up my life and my days. I'm very similar, Sammy. I tend to test as an ambivert, which means being a little bit of an introvert and a little bit of an extrovert. It varies sometimes. I am an E with Myers-Briggs, but it is almost 50-50 for me. And when I take quizzes, sometimes I notice it depends on my mood will affect how I'm doing. If I've been doing a lot of things and I'm a little bit socially exhausted, I'll tend to test introverted. Or if I've had a little bit of space to myself, I'm like, oh yeah, I love hanging out with other people and stuff. So I definitely see how both of those things apply to me. I told someone once that I was an ambivert and they were kind of rude, but they were like, aren't we all somewhere on the spectrum? And it's true. While you might say that you are very introverted or very extroverted, I think the truth is, is that we're all somewhere on that spectrum and maybe different points in our life, different points in our days, it can change how introverted or extroverted that we feel. Michelle, what you said about different times of our life affecting our level of introversion and extroversion is huge. I know for me, like in college, I probably could hang out with people quite a bit. Maybe I wasn't as aware of my needs and probably needed some more alone time than I realized. But, you know, I was happy to go to class and be with people and then go and study with people and then go and party with people. And only in like very extreme situations where I like literally had zero time to myself was I like, I want alone time. To the point where I remember, you know, I like biology and science and I knew I wanted to go into something related to that. And I had thought about like, oh, would I want to work in a lab or doing research? And I remember thinking, no, like I would be alone and I think I would just be bored and I'd be like missing being with people. And so, you know, I ended up becoming a PA. And now it's interesting because I see the flip side of that, which I never anticipated, which is when I'm talking to people all day and talking like about very personal things, talking about their problems, you know, in short increments of time, getting very deep with people for eight hours a day. After I come home, I pretty much don't want to talk to anybody and definitely want some alone time. It was only that really extroverted job that I noticed that I have introverted tendencies and I need to make time for myself. I relate to that so much, Sammy, because I've always had jobs where I was on the phone. I've been in sales for a really long time. And so that means that I have to be on a lot because I'm talking to clients. I had a client facing role. And a lot of the people I worked with were very extroverted. So I was talking to my coworkers a lot when I was at work. 
And while I enjoyed that and I had a lot of fun doing those type of roles, what I realized is that I would come home and I was like, I need to be alone for a little bit. I am so spent because I've spent all of this time and all of this energy with other people that no matter where you fall, I think on the introverted, extroverted scale, you still feel like you need to have some time to have some space for yourself. I imagine, like you said, that people who are in jobs where they don't spend a lot of time with other people or they can do a lot of their work on their own, they may come home and be like, I want to chat. I'm energized. I haven't been talking to people all day and I'm like ready to engage with other people. But like knowing that difference for me was so helpful because it did allow me to then be like, okay, you know what? I am being an extrovert all day long. I need to make sure that I don't overwhelm my social schedule so that I'm not totally spent by the time I get home. And I think that's really true of people who are, you know, really in between on this spectrum of introversion and extroversion. Whatever job they're in, whatever thing is taking up most of their life, if that's a super extroverted role or a super introverted role, that'll affect how they're going to be in their free time. There's people who are super extroverted and go to their extroverted jobs and then want to be still extroverted afterwards. Example is our mom. She's very extroverted, you know, not 100% extroverted. She enjoys having her alone time too. But I can definitely see that my mom doesn't get as drained with being around other people as me and Michelle do. We are way more likely to be like, hey, can we go to our room and be alone for some time? You know, if someone's over versus like my mom will be happy to like talk to them and then go to the store with someone and then go to dinner with someone. And she's not necessarily like tired of being around another person. That's so true for our mother, Sammy. One thing I want to talk about too when it comes to introverts and extroverts is something that I would consider misconceptions with introverts and extroverts. A lot of times people feel like if they're labeled as an introvert, that means that they're quiet or socially awkward or don't even enjoy spending time with other people or that extroverts are loud, dominating, they love being the center of attention. And that I think is a major misconception with those labels. It's so true, Michelle. People who get energized from being around other people, they're not always loud people. They're not always talkative people. Sometimes they're quiet or even shy people, but they like to be around other people. And on the flip side, introverts can often be very sociable and at the same time, like really need that time to recharge. Exactly, Sammy. There are introverted extroverts and extroverted introverts, or as I think it's more easily labeled, say shy extroverts or social or outgoing introverts. And I've seen that with my friends. I have some people in my life who are shy or quiet extroverts. And at first I'll label them as introverts, but then I'll realize they love, they love spending time with people more than I do. And they may not be the loudest person in the group or they may not be chatting away all the time, which I'm definitely guilty of doing, mm -hmm. but they still love being there. They love listening. They might need their own time to recharge and process, but it actually isn't as much as say a more classic introvert. Exactly, Michelle. And then on the flip side, there's people who are super sociable. They get along with everybody. They may be the funny person, but we might not realize it, but they're the person who's actually more introverted. And yes, they love to like be around people and talk and socialize, but afterwards they're drained and they want to recharge their battery alone. Recognizing that in yourself and in others is just huge in knowing what you need to do to meet your needs. Exactly, Sammy. It's good to see in other people too, because we don't want to assume that because someone's quieter or maybe more shy or whatever it is that they don't want to be invited to things. And 
we might have a friend that is very social or outgoing or very gregarious at parties, but don't realize and respect that they also need time to recharge. A good example, I think, of this is that I actually saw an interview once with Amy Schumer and Oprah, and they were talking about how something they had in common is that they're both introverts, Mm. which I would not have expected for either of them. It's funny that you mentioned that because I'll watch Oprah's Instagram videos. I love Oprah. Same. (laughs) But I'll watch her videos and I'll see her at home in her little cozy robe with her dog watching a movie or like if she has people, she has like her close-knit group with her. And I'm like, I can see how she's an introvert. She really just like enjoys that like alone time to recharge And I think as someone like her who just gives so much to other people, like emotionally, I can see how recharging is so important for her. That's so true, Sammy. And that being said, there are great little tips to think about if you or someone in your life is an introvert or an extrovert. If you're an introvert, I do think making time to recharge is so important. One of the best things to realize about yourself, no matter where you are on that scale, is that At some point, you might have a tipping point where you've spent a little bit too much time in social situations, you are feeling drained, you are feeling spent, you want a little bit of time to look inward more, make some time to recharge. Yes. And Michelle and I, as both ambiverts, I think we're pretty good at communicating this to each other. We'll literally just say, I think I need space. And we both know that that space does not mean I have an issue with you. It means that I need to be alone to recharge. And I think, you know, even as someone who's an ambivert, I think before when I would want to be alone, I might interpret the people around me as irritating me when really just like the fact that I'm with people is what's irritating me. And so acknowledging that I need that alone time really makes me appreciate that I love my friends. I have a great time with them. But at the same time, I want time alone. Exactly, Sammy. And this is especially important if you're going on vacation with friends or if you have roommates. It's good to let people know where you fall because I think a lot of people are happy to respect that people need alone time, but sometimes can misconstrue that as, oh my gosh, I did something wrong. This person is ignoring me when in reality, they just need a little bit of space for themselves. For me, that's one of the reasons I prefer to live with you, family members, or alone, because it's just too much for me, especially when I was working in sales, to be expert all day and then feel like I had to come home and be on as well. I completely agree, Michelle. And sometimes when I go on vacation, if I'm going with friends, I still like to have like a room or space to myself. I would love to just get a hotel room by myself so that that way at the end of the day, I can always recharge alone. Exactly, Sammy. On the flip side, if you are more extroverted, I think it's so helpful to have more friends than your average person. Join different groups and communities because having more people around is great. But also if your friends are more introverted or more on the middle, if they're getting tired, you can just swap them out with other people in your life. There is something called a Dunbar number, which is that we can really have the closest relationships with like maximum five people in our life. But actually Dunbar says that extroverts have more people in their life and more people that they can be close to. And so I think that's just something to consider. You don't necessarily need to limit yourself to one person if that person doesn't have enough time for you and doesn't love you enough. That's a great point, Michelle. And I think for extroverts, just knowing that, especially if you're really like high on the extroversion scale, just knowing that other people might not be at your extroversion level helps. Because then you know that like when these people are wanting space or wanting to be alone, it's not personal. It's just because 
they don't get energized from being around other people. In fact, they're getting drained. So they want that alone time. And I love your advice of having different friend groups. And that makes it so that you're not depending on one person to be as extroverted as you and draining them. Instead, you have multiple different groups of people. So you're constantly getting that energy that you need, but at the same time, not depending on one person for it. Exactly, Sammy. And I'd say too, when I was in Austin and there was a lockdown and I didn't have as many friends and I worked remote all day, I would want to socialize a little bit more and I could feel that in that period of my life, my extroverted side was feeling a little depleted. And so I would go to places like hanging out at a park by myself just because it was nice to have other people around me. Or sometimes I like to study in coffee shops or do work in coffee shops because even though I'm not engaging with other people, I do like to be able to tap into having people around me and that gives me a little bit of energy. I feel the same way, Michelle. A lot of times I do like to study in a coffee shop and I think that's like perfect for my ambiverted nature because it's like I'm around people, but at the same time, I'm not just like having to talk to one person or having to engage with a bunch of people. Exactly, Sammy. And for both people, introverts and extroverts and ambiverts, I would say understand that what's going on in your life might affect that as well. So if you are in a workplace that requires you to be more extroverted or requires you to be more introverted, you might find yourself leaning the other way when you go home. And that's helpful to know because then you know that you can cater to that a little bit. Or if your partner is somebody that has a very extroverted day at work, they might need to come home and recharge a little bit or vice versa. So takeaways for this episode, Michelle. First, just understanding the difference between extroversion and introversion. Introversion being people who gain energy from being alone and extroversion being people who lean towards gaining energy from being around other people. And knowing that it's a spectrum and knowing that it can vary based on what's going on in your life. Exactly, Sammy. And I say challenge yourself to see if you're an introvert or an extrovert. Take some quizzes online. There's a lot of ones out there that are available. And also start to think through, are my friends introverts and extroverts? Maybe ask them directly or notice, like if you spend a lot of time with someone, do they seem like, do they seem very depleted or do other people feel very social? Just good to know because it helps you be a more considerate friend and understand their needs as well. And I would say, Sammy, if people are interested in this topic, this is a very high level view where we really wanted to focus on how people feel when they are around other people. But there are so many other details around it, so many other takes. So I definitely encourage people to look up the topic more if this is something that is of interest, because it is a really helpful thing to know about yourself. Exactly, Michelle. I remember I read a book called Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. And it's a book specifically for introverts by Susan Cain. Even though I lean more ambervert, I found the book really useful in just understanding my introverted side and how to really make space for that. That's a great recommendation, Sammy, especially since I know Susan Cain talks about how different cultures value different things. So maybe being an introvert in the United States of America is a little bit more challenging versus maybe being extroverted in a different country might not be as socially acceptable. And feel free to reach out to us. We do have new stickers. So if you are interested, we would love to send you some. You can send us a direct message at statusposadulting. You can send us an email, statusposadulting at gmail.com. We do have all of our show notes in your podcast platform. Or if you have any issues accessing it, you can also get your show notes at statusposadulting.com. 
And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and rethink the status quo. Thank you.